Welcome to the Health Pro Marketing Secrets Podcast, hosted by me, Christine Liepens. I'm here to teach you everything I know about building multiple full-time businesses online in the health and wellness space. Leave it to me to teach you the strategies, steps, mindset shifts, and actionable tips you need in order to start and scale your business to a full-time income and hit your first five to 10K month. So if you are ready to ditch the overwhelm and start building the health and wellness biz of your dreams, then go ahead and press play now and let's begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Health Pro Marketing Secrets with your host, Christine Leapins. I'm really excited to bring you guys another guest expert today. Her name is Elizabeth, and she is a branding and marketing specialist, and she helps coaches and female entrepreneurs scale with impactful, beautiful design. So today we are going to dive deep into branding and design and how having the correct brand and the correct design with your social media platforms, website, email marketing, as well as your sale pages can really help you attract high ticketed clients into your business. So this is honestly one of those episodes where I could have spoken to her all day long. She is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the branding space and design and how to really make that, um, your message be seen, heard, and felt with your specific brand. So you guys are going to notice that during this podcast that we talk about all sorts of things, but the main thing we are going to really dive deep in today is the branding and why it is so important to make sure you have that, especially when you're brand new and how, you know, having a very beautiful, aesthetically pleasing brand in your social media platforms can really help build your authority, your following and attract your ideal clients to you. So one of the things I want to let you guys know too, is usually I do one solo episode and one guest speaker episode, but I am so booked with guest speakers that for the next few weeks, you guys are going to have, um, guest speaker specials coming on before I do another solo episode. So just so you know, you are going to see a lot more of these beautiful people coming in from all walks of the business life to really help you guys out on really setting up your business for the most success. So without further ado, let's listen to Elizabeth talk all around branding and design. Hello, Elizabeth, and welcome to the show. I am so stoked to chat with you today all around branding and design and how a personal brand can really attract high ticket ideal clients. So welcome and how are you? Thank you so much, Christine. I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk today. Awesome. So before we chat um, any further and I ask you some questions because I have a few for sure, um, can you just introduce yourself to the audience, kind of let them know who they're talking to and, you know, a little bit of your background story and what got you into the brand and design niche. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I am Elizabeth. I'm a, a web designer, a brand designer. I'm also an architectural designer. I have a background in architecture, um, which is, uh, I bring it all together through my business right now, which is Studio Classica. We are a branding and design studio for coaches, especially health and wellness coaches, and also female entrepreneurs. And so I am little about myself, just I'm, I'm American. I'm from America, but I live in Europe and I moved here 10 years ago. And that's also about when I started my business. So my entrepreneurial journey has evolved ever since then. Um, it was, they're kind of like, they go hand in hand. And now we are brand and design studio and, uh, we, yeah, we we're excited to serve like different kinds of clients around the world. That's really exciting. I, was completely just stalking your page on Instagram and it's absolutely beautiful. So at the end of the show, guys, I will have her links to her social media um, uh, profiles and you guys can go and have a look at her design on her personal um, pages and they're just phenomenal. So I am really, really stoked to talk to you about this because this is one of the things that I find, Elizabeth, with my, you know, the clients I've worked with in the past and as well as my audience on social media, a lot of them, you know, they really talk about then ask, you know, do I have to spend time branding my social media? Like, is it something that will help me stand out? Because we all know that the health and wellness market is really saturated, right? Mm -hmm. Especially on Instagram, there's so many influencers in that space. So maybe you can talk to us a little bit about, you know, how, how important it is to have that, that brand design, um, to be able to stand out in a saturated market, like the health and wellness space. Absolutely. So if we just talk about Instagram on Instagram, I often see two really specific kind of profiles. One is very, very photo dominant, like their profiles, mainly photos of themselves. And then the other one is that there's a lot of uh, visuals that are very branded and graphic, like graphic design visuals. So like infographics, quotes, um, different types of graphic visuals providing value. So both of those, um, you know, just to simplify, those are the two categories I see really commonly, especially in the health and wellness industry. And it, it, either way is approach, it could be a good approach. Like if you are like having really strong photography can be a powerful tool for branding. As long as you have that really strong, uh, you know, strong photography, if your photography is like average or so, so then it's, you know, it's not as impressive, but you can have a branded profile with that approach. Um, the, the other approach was like the more graphic design approach, you know, infographics, visuals, that is, that is like a really strong, powerful way also to um, brand your Instagram and, and really create an identifiable style and visual so that then when somebody looks at your profile, they're, they, you know, they're attracted to it. They're like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. Like, what is, what does she do? What, what does she offer? Um, that, that's like a great way to think about it Two two possible ways to brand your um, Instagram and why it matters is because then it will really draw in the right kind of people because they're so impressed with your profile. Yeah, that is so, so true. And, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I, I think that it seems like the trend these days is more so for the infographic carousel, you know, 
more of that, like not getting away from the photo dominated feed to more of a feed that is really, really geared towards giving value in, you know, reels or carousels or those infographics, that sort of thing. Is that some, is that a trend that you're noticing on social media, especially on Instagram, that is, is kind of the future right now, Elizabeth? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that is the trend right now. That is the, like the really great way to provide that value is through that more uh, visual like carousels and, and re- having more branded, let's say covers for your, for your reels or covers for your IG lives. Uh, you know, these kind of visuals can be really, you know, it can be a really simple way. Once you have clear branding, it can be a really simple way to stay consistent on your feed, which is huge. And that is one of the biggest struggles that I hear a lot of my clients say that they're, they can't stay consistent. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. hard. And that's where I think, you know, what you were saying, you know, about the photos that if you don't have a photographer, if you don't have somebody, or maybe your husband, that's going to be taking your photos for you and you don't have enough of them in, you know, in a storage space, then you actually run out of photos to use for your content. But the beautiful thing about using, you know, the more infographic style, the the more branded colors on your profile is that you would never run out, right, of ideas because you can always create more or have more created for you. So I, I think that's such a good thing to think about if like, you know, if if you're listening right now and you're finding that you just can't be consistent, that could be a really good way to kind of pivot and change your profile for sure. Are you noticing that accounts like that, Elizabeth, are getting a lot more, you know, more engagement, maybe more followers, more um, loyal followers? How are you finding it with growth overall on Instagram with, with a branded profile like that? It honestly, it makes such a huge difference. It, it just changes the game for, for coaches when they dedicate when they commit to a certain visual style and they, you know, consistently post in that style and they're not changing it up every post or every week and they stay consistent with that, with that visual style, then they become, they become recognizable to their audience. You know, uh, the new post pops up in the feed and they instantly know who, who it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd noticed a huge difference on my profile when I switched from like the photo dominant, uh, a lot of my clients have too. So it's kind of, it's a really good way to go. I know it can be a little bit, people can get a little bit intimidated to think about doing that because it does, you know, it, it involves some creativity for sure. So, you know, we're talking about branding and design, especially branding right now. I want to, I want to kind of you know, ask you, Elizabeth, because I know a lot of people get kind of confused with what branding really is, right? So a lot of people think if they don't really understand it, they think it's just fancy brand colors and fonts, but there's so much more to it, isn't there? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, the, the fonts matter, the colors matter, choosing those do matter, but it is so much more than that. It really is just you know, the way to think about branding is, is everything that encompasses who you are and how you represent yourself online, especially with your business and your personality. Now, as a coach, as a health coach, your business probably most likely revolves around you and how you show up. So that is, you are a huge part of your brand. And that's, that's how you can distinguish yourself in the you know really saturated online space is there is nobody else like you. 
and then trying to figure out, you know, your kind of unique, your unique place in the market or, you know, your, your brand, you know, values, or is that something that you usually recommend for your clients? Like maybe kind of figuring out what your values are, your pillars, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, is there, like if somebody was brand new, for instance, like let's say, you know, they're a brand new health coach, they've been posting some photos for a while and they're just really not getting any traction. You know, people are liking, you know, they may be commenting, but they're not actually asking, you know, about their services. If somebody decides, Hey, you know what? I kind of want to give this brand thing a try. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you recommend? Like for, is there, you know, is there a certain way to start out? Is there certain things that you should start out first with kind of figuring out where, like, what would be the first, you know, first steps to kind of start wrapping your head around that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first step, the first step is not to go and like, okay, what colors do I like? Not the first step, you know, back it up. What, what I would recommend doing is, 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 is a brand audit. Um, this is something that we are, we do with our clients is a brand audit is just to, first off to review where you are right now and to, to take a really neutral assessment. And that's very hard to do, but do to take a neutral assessment of how do you show up right now online? Um, that's, and there's a couple of different things involved with that, but basically do a brand audit, like go over every single place that you show up online, whether it's just Instagram or it's Instagram and your website and Pinterest and Facebook, wherever you are right now. Um, take a look at how are you showing up? Are you getting that engagement? Or are you not? Are you getting the results you want or not? If you're not getting the results you want, then, you know, yeah, exactly. It's time to like take a look at this branding thing and, and take the next step. Um, from there, I would go into a brand, like, you know, really dive deeper, kind of, a, it's called like a brand strategy, but really um, approach number one, what are your goals? What are your goals this year, next three years, next five years? And I'm sure that's something you do with your clients, but first getting really clear with like, what are your goals? And alongside that, who are you serving? Who do you want to serve? You know, who are your ideal clients? That Those are usually the two first things I would recommend before like choosing your colors. Yeah. And that's a huge one, right? Like I think a lot of people, and I mean, I was totally guilty of this too, with my nutrition business. I didn't even know what my niche was before I was picking out the colors from my, you know, my uh, website yeah, exactly. and like my social media and all that kind of stuff. And I know a lot of my clients are doing the exact same thing in the very beginning. Right. Um, but you know, it's so, so important to know who your audience is first, because, you know, are you serving men? Cause if you're going to serve men, then you're obviously your colors are going to be different than if you're serving women, right? You kind of mm -hmm. want to have it all tailored to, to exactly what that is. Right. And I think that's where a lot, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure you've seen it too. I think that's where a lot of coaches fall short in the beginning with their brand is that they, they kind of put the cart before the horse, right? They don't really dive, you know, deep into who their ideal clients are, what they, what they like, mm -hmm you know, what they're thinking, all that kind of stuff as well. So is that something yeah. that you work with Elizabeth, with your clients, like on market research, do you guys do stuff like mm -hmm. that when you work together? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think an example would be really great here because I, we have, you know, many uh, health, fitness, wellness coaches that we work with, but I can think of, you know, I'll think of two, uh, two clients and they have totally different color schemes, totally different 
um, you know, brand style that we designed for them. And, you know, the reason is because their ideal client is totally different. So that was the first thing we started with was who, who's, what is their niche? Who are they working with? One, one of the girls is working with professionals in, you know, in the, in the healthcare industry, in their doctors, their nurses, they, they don't have time to, you know, they don't have a lot of time to work, go to the gym and work out. And they really don't always know how to eat healthy because they're just focused on their work. And so they work, she works with professionals. She also works with men and women. So the color scheme was very particular. We didn't want it to be too feminine, um, you know, but I wanted to still be attractive. So it was much softer. It was like corals mixed with some like new, like some gray teals tones. And, and from there, so much more than just the colors, of course. But, you know, the style was based on that ideal client for her. Uh, we have a sec- like another client, a second client. She works with millennials. She works with young females, you know, 20, about tw- in their 20s and early 30s. So that, so her branding ended up being much more fun, much more vibrant, um, very attractive and a lot of fun elements in it and very, very bright colors for her. So that had to do with who she's serving. So, you know, the, the, again, going back to that, who is your ideal client is so, so important. And we do that with our clients. And I know you, I'm sure you dive really deep with that when you're on your clients. Yeah. You know, I love those examples. Elizabeth, because like personally for me, um, I look back at when I transitioned from my nutrition coaching business to my business coaching, right? Now I was serving women in my nutrition coaching business. So when I transitioned into business coaching, I started using a lot of pinks and things like that. And I actually thought, okay, I'm going to just focus on female health and wellness coaches, right? So my brand colors were all pink and very, very feminine, like you said, but I actually one of my first clients was a male and he was a personal trainer who wanted to bring his, his brick and mortar online. And I thought to myself, you know, I actually really love working with men. <laughs> like, oh, wow. And I don't, I don't want to disclude them. Right. Like I really, really enjoyed working with men. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to switch my brand color. So they're not so feminine. That's why I have that, you know, kind of taupey, um, color scheme now because it's very neutral and it, it, it doesn't scream male or female. Right. Um, but I had to pivot as well like that. And I, and I think that's a really good, you know, thing to take in. Like, you know, if anybody is, is listening right now, maybe you're having a hard time with attracting your ideal clients. Um, you, maybe it's, it's how, look at your feed, take a look at your Instagram feed and maybe see, you know, are the colors maybe turning off a certain type of client that you want. Right. And that's, that's a really good, I love those examples. They're so, so powerful. Yeah. And, and of course, branding goes, like we said before, like it goes way beyond the colors, but it is, you know, it is a great foundation. Make sure you have that piece in place. Yeah. It's huge. Now, what about like, you know, brand voice? I know a lot of people talk about this and I hear this a lot in the space in the, in the business space, like, you know, you got your visuals on your page. It looks, you know, maybe you got your brand colors down. You've got like the overall feeling of what your page would look like. But, you know, <clears throat> when you're kind of starting to write out your captions and, you know, how you're showing up on stories, 
um, <clears throat> like brand is your brand voice. Is that, you know, talk about that for a little bit. I want to kind of dive a little bit deep into that. Cause I do know this, this question comes up a lot, kind of like, should I be writing my captions, you know, with the same kind of brand voice, you know, each time, should I be writing them the same way? Should I be using the same kind of vocabulary? Um, but let's dive into that for a little bit. Elizabeth, what's your take on that? Yeah, brand voice is simply an extension of who you are and who you're speaking to. And so again, you really need to know who you're speaking to. And that 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 takes time, you know, that takes a process of discovery. And it also evolves, like you had the experience, you actually worked with somebody that you didn't expect and then you liked it. So you maybe shifted that, um, you know, we've worked with, um, again, back to those examples, you know, one of them, she has a much more, se- much more serious tone, professional tone on, on, in the way she writes her captions. Um, the, the first example who works with, you know, professional, me- especially in the medical industry. And the second example, the one who's speaking to millennials that I mentioned earlier, she, she is very fun very fun, relatable type of approach with her brand voice. Uh, you know, uses a lot of emojis, uses a lot of exclamation points, you know, has very fun kind of um, sense of humor. So, you know, that would not work if you're trying to speak to doctors and lawyers. It, I, I, of course, that's like simple simplification. I'm sure that might attract a few, but, you know, there there's a difference of who you're speaking to. Yeah, and that is something I know, Honestly, I think that you're absolutely right in the fact that that's something that gets developed over time. Like it's, it's as much as you can do market research and, you know, maybe you conduct, you know, some interviews and speak to your ideal clients ahead of time. It's very, very difficult to know exactly the vocabulary, the energy, you know, the things that attract your ideal clients, unless you're actually working with them. Right. So that brand voice actually to get that dialed in really does does take i think some time you know of you working with clients and kind of figuring that out but in the beginning elizabeth like would they would you recommend they focus a little bit more on at least like showing up as their unique self like if they're somebody that kind of is more reserved than they show up that way. If there's somebody that's very energetic, they show up that way, or maybe they cuss a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. that is, you know, how important is it for them, you know, to, to show up that as a, their authentic self, you know, through their brand to really attract the the right clients that they want. Oh, it's, it's so true. You know, you, it, it's easy to see other people do, you know, this or that on, for example, Instagram reels. And if that's not something you would never would ever do, like if you would never do this kind of like certain thing, don't do, you know, don't do it. You don't have to feel like, oh, because it's popular and it might get you a lot of views or, or likes or something, then you maybe you should do it. But I think you do need to stay true to, if that's something that's just, you would never actually do, um, don't do it. <laughs> um, stay true to yourself and your, your, you know, stay authentic with who, who you are. Now, there are times when you do need to go outside your comfort zone and try those things or try something, for example, showing up on Instagram stories, showing your face on Instagram stories. I know that, you know, for example, for myself, the very first time I did that, you know, it was a few years ago now, that was so scary. Mm-hmm. And so something like that, though, if it's going to help you towards your goal, which is attracting ideal clients through social media, then you do need to do something that, that that's uncomfortable. 
and give that a try. But if it's something like a certain trend on Instagram reels, you don't, you know, don't, you don't have to feel like you need to do that. So there's a difference that you have to identify what is, what is authentic to you and what is, and versus what is going outside your comfort zone, but will help you towards your goals. If that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And I love how you say that too, because that's hundred percent when I teach my clients, like, you know, I always say to them, I want you to step out of your comfort zone. You know, you, there's certain things that are non-negotiable. Like you've got, like, you got to show your face on stories, just like you said, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. you've got to show up on, you got to do some lives. You've got to be okay on video because you, you know, no matter what you're doing, you know, conducting a sales call, you know, uh, doing a coaching call, you're going to be on a video, right? Um, as well as reels, because that's one of those things right now where it's the best for our organic reach, but it doesn't mean that you have to be one of those crazy people that, you know, does all these choreographed dances and like, put yourself out there if you're not really that kind of person. Right. And I mean, I tried it in the beginning doing the dances and I was like, you know, this is just really not my thing. Right. So that's where I think if, if they are listening and they're like, Oh, you know, I, I know I have to do this. I know I have to do that. Just try certain things and see, and if it doesn't resonate with you, because honestly, we go back to what you said before, Elizabeth, about being consistent, right? If you do these things, you know, if you, if you were like, okay, well, um, you know, you know, uh, Sherry over there, who's a health and wellness coach, she is, you know, she's dancing and doing all this stuff. So I should do the same. If that's not something that resonates with you and you think you should do it just because she's doing it and she's getting a lot of views and followers, then you're not going to keep it up. Right. So that's where it's really important, you know, consistency over, you know, trying to do something that's not really, really yourself. And I think you also get to a point where if you do show up trying to be somebody else too much, it will show through, you know, in your branding, it will show through and people will not really resonate with your with your unique personality. Right. And I think that all goes hand in hand for sure. Now, Elizabeth, you're really, really like when I was looking at your Instagram, I was noticing that like your design aesthetics are incredible. So, you know, I know we talk a little bit about, you know, brand, you know, colors and all that kind of stuff, but as far as making sure, you know, you have a really professional looking profile. Um, let's talk about that. You know, and I really, really focus with my ideal clients on high ticket coaching, which is anywhere, you know, I always say 500, you know, plus you're charging for your, for your services. So, you know, it, how important is it to really have that professional look on your profile to really attract, you know, more of a high quality clientele? Yeah, you know, having that professional look is non-negotiable. If you're at the level, if if you're at, if you have the experience and you have the knowledge, and you know you can give results for your clients, and you you have a or you have a proven track record of getting results for your clients, showing up professionally on Instagram or on your website is non-negotiable at this stage. You you have to show up in a way that is consistent, is super you know, super impactful and, and going to attract those, those people into your audience, because that the minute they look at your profile, they, you, the minute they look at your profile, they should know what it is you do, 
and you know, who you serve and is it for them or is it not for them? You know, people judge within not even six seconds, but just a milliseconds, people judge your profile based on how it looks. So the aesthetics is so, so important. Yeah, it's huge. And I mean, you're obviously right. Like you really have, when someone lands on your profile, either it be your Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you literally have seconds to convert them to a friend or a follower. Right. And, um, and I think that like, you know, really taking that time to, to do that design, whether you want to do it yourself or hire someone to do it for you. Right. Like, I, I mean, it really, it depends on, on how good you are on Canva or any of those kind of other platforms where you, you know, DIY it. Um, I think it's so, so important because people really, really are drawn, you know, if they're, they're a higher quality clientele, they're going to be really, really drawn to you. If your profile looks, looks very, very aesthetic. Like now, is there a psychology, like a certain psychology behind that? Like when someone comes to your profile, is there, let's talk about Instagram because most of my clients are on there. So let's just focus on that because it's probably yeah, sure. the most visual platform, I would say besides what Pinterest maybe. Um, so like, what, what would you say the psychology is like for somebody to, you know, for your profile to really attract that ideal clients, what kind of things, you know, and from a psychological standpoint where people actually, you know, convert to, to pay clients based on what you have visually on your platform? That's such a great question. You know, psychologically, it depends on, you know, there's different ways to sell. So some people, well, there's, there's different ways to sell, or, or you can think about like, there's different ways that people buy. Some people buy based on emotion and some people buy based on facts or based on the testimonials they see of other people or based on the results, um, you know, more practical results. So there's a range of why people buy. So taking it back to your Instagram profile is, are you, are, are you visually communicating to these different types of buyers? Let's say, are you visually communicating, you know, the information to them? So, you know, are there different types of posts on your feed that can convey that? So for example, on mine, and thank you so much for your kind words about my Instagram profile, because I am a little obsessive about it that it almost too, too much because it's sort of, I don't post that often, but when I post, I, you know, I'm absolutely obsessive about making sure it looks good together on, you know, with the other posts. Um, and I don't recommend being that obsessive, but, you know, if you look, you can see there's examples of, you know, for me, there's examples of design work. There's also testimonials that show up. Um, there's also, you know, um, you know, for example, a guest podcast interview that shows up. So people can see different, uh, different, you know, types of information and it relates to different ways that they might buy. For health coach, you know, you will want to show yourself as a, you know, oftentimes as a health coach, you yourself are the, one of the biggest transformations and examples you can show your clients, you know, they want to look, they might want to look like you. They might want lifestyle like you. Or they want, you know, they want to eat, they want to be able to eat in a healthy way like you. So having uh, those kind of posts on your feed would be important. Again, relating back to the psychology because of who you're attracting that that might be what they want. 
Um, the other thing you might show is like testimonials and case studies, because they want to see not just you, but they want to see, oh, this other person did it. Maybe I can do that too. If I work with you as a coach. Uh, so psychologically, yeah, it's, it, there's so much behind, you know, just what photo to post or what colors you should use for your brand colors. Um, you can go really deep on this, but that's, that's a short answer. Yeah. And I love that because I think, you know, especially with a lot of my clientele that I work with, they've, they've been fairly new, right? So they're either just out of school or so they don't really have a lot of testimonials, or maybe they've worked with one or two clients. Um, and they're just not seeing consistent results with, you know, signing clients up and, it's, you know, they're, they're at the point where they're like, well, I'm kind of, I'm showing up with my, my photos of me doing yoga poses or, you know, my smoothie that I had this morning. And a lot of times that fluffy content, I think is what creates that oversaturated market. Right. So what you were saying about, you know, showing up as, as the authority showing up as the transformation that your clients want, right? So showing them, you know, maybe talking about your story, your transformation story and your social and your social proof is so, so important. And I see, I mean, what do you think? Like, I get this a lot from my clients where they say, you know, is it really doable for me to actually stand out you know, in such, I think besides the business space, I think health and wellness coaches are, you know, one of the, in the most saturated market for sure. Um, and they always say like, is it really, can I really stand out in this, in this market? And like, and that's one of, I would say one of the biggest, you know, limiting beliefs that I get from a lot of my clients and even the audience as well. So like, what would you say to someone like that? Is it, you know, is it something they can do if they, if they really dial in their messaging, is it something that they can really, really do and efficiently too? Yes, absolutely. You can stand out in a saturated market. And I don't think it's that hard because you might feel that way right now because of who you're following. Maybe you are following a lot of other health and fitness coaches in that case, um, unfollow them or mute them because <laughs> you need to change your perspective because that number one, that, that, that you can get that feeling, you know, when you follow a bunch of the same kind of people, but those are not your ideal clients. Uh, you know, for me, for example, I follow very few designers. Um, and the ones I do, I probably have muted them. Um, but I still want to follow them. Like I generally do not follow other designers, at least at this moment in my business. Um, just because I want to stay focused and, you know, I don't want to go down that comparison trap. I don't want to feel like, feel like I'm in a saturated market because actually, actually, when you think about it, you're not, if you, if you change it, it is a limiting belief, but if you think about it, you're not, because there might be, let's say I'm going to make up this number, but let's say there's 200,000 health and fitness coaches on Instagram. Maybe there's more, but let's use that number. But Next, not all of them are serving the same kind of people you're serving. You know, which of those are serving men? Which of those are serving women? Which of those are serving, um, you know, other kinds of niches of or ages of people? Probably a lot fewer. So if the, I, I don't have numbers off the top of my head, but let's say half of those are serving female. So 100,000, you're, you're down. Then let's say only a certain percentage of that is serving 
millennials or 20 to 30, 20 to 34 years old. So you're, you're cutting, you're like cutting it down again to a much smaller number and, you know, keep doing that. And then you realize, well, actually there's not that you're not in a saturated market at that point. And from there, you can really start to distinguish yourself uh, with, with the branding side of it, with the design side of it. Um, so it takes a bit of a mindset shift, but it also takes you taking action towards what can you do better uh, to, to brand yourself in the, in, in your online space. Yeah. I love that. I love how you said, you know, you should really mute for the first little bit, mute, um, the, the people that you're comparing yourself to. Cause I think also, you know, a big one, um, especially I was guilty of this in the beginning, I would lose my, my branding. I would lose my voice. I would lose my values. I'd lose what I was trying to convey in my messaging because I was comparing to other coaches so much. Right. And I think that's where your messaging and branding get really diluted is if you have, if you're comparing too much, cause you're going to be like, okay, well, Susie over here is, is posting about this, or she's talking about this. Maybe I should do the same instead of staying on track. So I love that. I think that is fantastic. Like just really until you dialed in, you know, your brand messaging, your voice, you know, everything else like that. It's so, so important not to get caught up in the comparison cycle. And that is one of the worst things that happens to a new coach and also to older coaches too. I mean, like, you know, I've been to in the, any, anybody, I mean, I've been coaching for four years and I still, am like every once in a while, stumble upon a, a, a profile and be like, Oh shoot, she's doing this. Mm. This looks fantastic. I, mean, I should try that too. Right. Like it never really goes away, but it's about keeping it in check. And I think that's so, so important. So I love that. Totally. It, totally do that. Yes. It does not go away. That, that feeling, that comparison game, that is why, again, I do not, I follow almost no designers and I mute them. <laughs> and I, when I, again, when, yeah, exactly. When I start to you know, scroll through their page. I start to get all this, like, I'm not good enough. Oh, my design is not good enough. I, I, what am I doing? Like lots of negative thoughts and okay, stop, pause, you know, close the app and, and go get on with my day and get on with my life, you know, being who you are. So. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Now with your clients, Elizabeth, do you, do you get them to kind of like, when you guys work together, do you get them to write out, um, like, a like their brand sheet. So they know they have something to kind of fall back on if they lose track of, you know, where they're at. Is that something that you guys work on together is, is having like almost like a master sheet of like, you know, brand colors, designs, voice, like that whole nine yards. Well, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They get, you know, a a brand guide after working, after working on the branding part and it just serves as a guide. And, you know, we get the feedback like, Oh, this is, I've gotten so much clarity out of, out of working with you, I've got so much, um, you know, a much clearer path of who I'm speaking to. And I didn't even think about these questions before, you know, before this. And so, you know, we, we ask a lot of questions and then we also give a lot of our input and, you know, branding and strategic design input. And from there, it's, it's just such a clearer path moving forward. That's fantastic. So I've got a question for you because I know like, a lot of the audience that I'm, you know, that are listening and my, and my clientele that I've worked with in the past, you know, they, a lot of them are fairly new or struggling. Right. So what do you, 
when do you recommend to um, kind of DIY, DIY your branding? And then, you know, when is it kind of the time that, hey, you know, maybe it's time for me to, to kind of outsource this and, and get someone more professional to take it over? Uh, yes, uh, the this is the very popular question. And, you know, even my own client clients come to us and they say, you know, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this, um, but, you know, what, what does this look like? And the biggest, this, the biggest advice I always give is if you are at the point where you are, have gotten proven results with your clients, you are, you have a sustainable level of income. Um, maybe you haven't reached your, your big dream goals, but you have a sustainable level of income. Uh, I don't know if numbers would help, but you know, if you're a coach and you're making between 2000 and 5,000 per month, and you're at that level, um, by that point, or if you're beyond that point, I would definitely invest in branding and having, you know, really professional designer, take it from there and help and help get you, get you that clarity on branding and, and your website design and your sales page designs and the whole the whole way you represent yourself online visually. So at that point is a really strategic, good point to work with a designer. Um, talking about DIY though, if you are at the very beginning and you, you know, you're not sure about this, you've just started, you're newer, that's okay. Uh, DIY still is a great approach. There are different resources online where you can get a sort of brand kit like a pre-made brand kit and it would have like a colors and fonts and like some guidance on the a sort of pre-made brand kit um, of course it's not customized to you and who you are but it's a great starting point for a, a very be, you know a very beginner designer uh, sorry a very beginner coach at that point um, yeah yeah go ahead those those um like those kits you're talking about, you can probably find those where um, Pinterest and places like that. So a great, great sources are Etsy, mm -hmm. uh, different. You can go to Etsy, research brand kits, pre-made brand kits. Um, that's a great source. Another one is on Pinterest. Uh, you can get inspiration from Pinterest. I mean, be careful. You don't want to copy something that's copyrighted on Pinterest, but it's a great place to get inspiration. And that, that's, those are the two best starting points. And, you know, I, I do have, you know, some of the, my clients that have worked with me in the past who are now, you know, upwards of 8K per month. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe, you know, they may be looking at, hey, maybe I really want to dial all of this in. So like what, for those who don't really understand what a, like a brand designer does, like talk a little bit about that. How, you know, how does that, how does that work? And what kind of, what kind of things do you, do you do with them? Do you take over the whole design? Like, how does that look? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it depends on the specific person, but I, I have like an, I have another great example was, which is we worked with a, a nutritionist uh, and a health coach, she was already making six figures in her business, you know, the 8,000 plus mark per month. Um, she was making six figures in her business, but she had DIY'd it up to up until that point. So that is proof you can DIY pretty far along in your business and get results uh, financially and also, you know, emotionally in your business. 
but she was at the point where she really wanted to go to a whole new level, a whole next level of how she was showing up online and who she was attracting. And she saw our work on Instagram, you know, was attracted to what we were doing. saw that we had got great results for somebody else that she knew and was like, I want to work with you. And she, so we worked together. We started with, so we started with branding, uh, the brand strategy and brand, you know, brand questionnaire and really dove into, like I said earlier, what are her goals and who does she want to work with? Especially if she's trying to, she was in the process of up-leveling her business, but also shifting and evolving her niche um, to, you know, she was a nutritionist, worked with the, the health side, but she really wanted to bring in that mindset piece and really more a lifestyle mindset coaching tied in with the um, nutrition. So, so because she had new goals, but because she was already financially stable at that point, she said, okay, I want to invest in branding, but I also want to invest in a total overhaul of all her programs, all her, she had a course, a mini course, and just really get everything to a professional level so that it doesn't look like it's DIY. Um, and it, our service, what we did was we went through the branding, then we went through the website, and then we dug deep into each of her programs. And really, for, for, for example, her signature coaching program, we did a total overhaul of the, of the whole, basically the whole client experience of how somebody, how one of her clients discovers her, um, finds, about, finds out about the program, all the way to the point of signing up and being inside the program. So we really dove deep on her client experience that she wanted to create and you know, worked out the strategy, but also the design alongside all of that. And then at a deeper level, we worked out a lot of automations and like a lot of technical things to support her behind the scenes. So it was a very involved kind of example, but uh, that's, you know, that's a, a deep, a d- sort of a deep example of the overarching process we had from branding to until now where after working together over a course of several different, um, we have these VIP design days. So after a course of working together over several months and several VIP days, she's at a place where a lot of her business is automated. She has wait list, wait lists for her coaching program. She has a lot of like passive income coming in because of different pieces we set up with those courses and um, some other digital products. And, you know, it was really at a really great place to, you know, pursue her next goals. Wow. That sounds fantastic. It's so comprehensive compared to what I've heard of other, you know, branding, branding, uh, businesses or studios. Um, it sounds like a real, real comprehensive thing. That sounds fantastic. So just so the audience knows. So if they're at a point where they're like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of interested in this. I might want to dive in deeper and kind of see what you have to offer. Where can they go to find you? What's the best way that they can connect with you after this episode? Yeah, I would love to connect um, or answer any questions even um, about anything we talked about. Um, Instagram is the best place, um, which is my name. It's hard to spell, but Elizabeth Averianova. I'll have the link. I'll have the link on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And our website, it is, it will be uh, studioclassica.com. And it, it is so, so close to launching live. So it might be live by the time this episode goes out. 
Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Well, I will have your um, Instagram profile link and your website at the bottom of the show notes here, guys. So if you guys want to go and check her out, make sure you check her Instagram profile. It's absolutely beautiful. And um, yes. And then if you are interested in figuring out what kind of design you want to do, maybe you're a past client of mine and you really want to up-level your branding and really get that dialed in, then she is amazing. So go check her out. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for this. This is so awesome. I love talking about these topics and I really appreciate all your feedback and your tips. And yeah, it was just fantastic chatting with you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And be sure to follow me on my social media. You can head over to my Instagram and join my private Facebook community for even more biz tips to help you achieve massive results in your business. Links are provided for each below. I appreciate you so, so much. See you in the next episode. Till then, go out, build your empire and create a massive impact in the world. You got this boss.